Hey everyone, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. And you know what got me started? What made sure my voice got out there? It was Anchor. And why did I choose Anchor to host my podcast? Well, easy. It was free. And they have all these amazing tools built right into the app. So it's really easy to get started and get your voice out there. And the best part, they make sure to distribute your podcast everywhere it needs to go. Like Apple, Google, Spotify, and so much more. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Listening to Musings of a Millennial Muslim with Freeney. Episode 1 American and Muslim. Let me start this premiere episode with a story. Who doesn't love a good story? This will help set the tone and get you thinking. From time to time, I will share my personal narratives, insight into the way I think and where my thought process is coming from, how it's developed into what I am today. And that is just me. I am in no way saying that I represent all Muslims. So here goes. My dad used to own a convenience store, and he worked hard at it. In fact, it was truly a family business. We were all so involved. My college wasn't far, so in between classes, I would drive over and just hang out and pretend to help. So while we had this store, 9-11 happened, and it was the most horrible day. But what was to come for many Muslims, and continues today, was much worse. Barely a few days post 9-11, a customer came in. He strolled about picking a bag of chips or peanuts and putting them back. He picked out soda and put it back. He walked over to the magazines, looked through them, and put them back. He made a good show of browsing the store before he made his way up to the register, put both his palms face down on the counter, and asked my parents, Do you have American spirit? Now before you clutch your pearls in horror... There is actually a brand of cigarettes called American Spirit that we carried. It still exists today and is supposedly organic, just like everything is organic now. On the rack behind the counter, it was kept near the bottom because it didn't sell well, if at all. Now this customer's question caught my dad off guard because the tone was accusatory and terse. Luckily, my mom was there too, and since she has an awesome memory for what was in the store at any given time, she was quick to point out, Yes, yes, we do have it. Are you looking for original or menthol? Because of this exchange, my parents moved those cigarettes right up to the top shelf. And if we had anyone walk in and ask, do you have American spirit? We would quickly point it out. We figured out that when a customer would ask this of us, they could care less about smokes. They were asking about our patriotism. That even though the whole country was broken by this heinous attack, there were those who took it upon themselves to question any Muslim they knew. It didn't matter if they had known them for a short while or years. And man, it hurt. Because suddenly anyone you knew was wondering that how can you be an American and a Muslim at the same time? Disconnection was established. Now you might be thinking, am I being touchy and sensitive? Maybe it was just a coincidence. What I will tell you is that every single person who asked for those particular cigarettes, not once did they ever actually purchase American Spirit. For Muslims, immediately post 9-11, the world was not kind, and stories like this are many, some so horrific that they make me cringe. So why am I telling you this story? 
Well, it was to make you realize how even back in 2001, we would be cornered and questioned with no thought to our feelings that if we were American enough, because we are Muslim. And this way of thinking annoys me, not as an American or a Muslim, but as a human altogether. Neither Muslim or American are singular entities. There is no issue in being both. Do you ever wonder if your Christian friends are Americans, your Jewish, your Hindu, or your Buddhist friends? Of course not. One is a religion and the other is a nationality. Both impact one's life, but they play different roles in shaping one's identity. America has traditionally been a land of immigrants from diverse, from diverse cultures, religions, and backgrounds. And why are we referred to as Muslim Americans or American Muslims anyway? No other religion gets this special designation. You don't hear Christian American or Jewish American much. The funny thing is, though, and if I'm being honest, because the term American Muslim is so common, it's used freely. Hell, I call myself an American Muslim all the time. It's a much better term than the derogatory ones like Raghead or Osama. To be fair, there is a minute faction of misguided Muslims, such as ISIS, who hate America. And these confused Muslims are paramount in making it hard for the average practicing Muslim who is just trying to make a living here and loves America. Since the media does tend to sensationalize and highlight the idea of Islamophobia, it affects the average viewer into firmly believing that all Muslims are bad and hate America. This negative and totally one-sided view of an entire religion is unfair. I could go into examples, but there seems to be countless. I wouldn't know where to begin, and there's a new one popping up in the stories almost daily. One thing that definitely stands out is that whenever a crime is committed by someone who is Muslim, the word terrorist is in the forefront and immediately labeled. If the same crime is committed by any other religion or background, it falls into mental health. It's very sad that whenever anything happens, a bombing, a shooting, any crime, most Muslims hold their collective breath, hoping and praying to Allah, please God, let it not be a Muslim. We all have a touch of PTSD because of this. The way that many American Muslims are treated is very concerning. If one does not assimilate enough, then you somehow hate American values. There are many Muslims who have assimilated, but if you dress a certain way, for example, you wear hijab or keep a beard, if you speak another language and struggle with English, if you don't drink or date, then you are put in a box, a box where you are made to feel as if you don't belong. I'll expand on assimilation avoidance in future episodes and why some assimilate while others don't, but again, future episodes. But the core question many of you may have is, why don't Muslim immigrants just change their ways? If they love America, they should prove their patriotism, right? Many issues arise when new immigrants are learning to live in this vast, multicultural, multi-religious society while still attempting to hold on to their values. Because those values are their guiding principles, the way they have been raised and they, and they make one feel safe and in control. I recall a time, many years ago, being multilingual was celebrated. In junior high, classmates would ask me how certain phrases, especially curse words, were said in Urdu, which is the language I spoke at home. Nowadays, if someone doesn't speak English, people are ready to attack. There is an assumed connection that if you don't speak English, then you are not an American and you need to leave. My parents struggled a lot to make sure that we held on to our traditions, especially when English was not their native language, so they made sure we could communicate with them. At the time, knowing the language was the only way to connect to any part of our religion or society, mainly because nothing or very little was available in English. We had to try and figure it out ourselves because we were basically on our own. This has changed drastically. The saying, this land is your land, this land is my land, doesn't seem to hold up anymore. 
This whole country is made up of immigrants who came here for various reasons. That Muslim store owner who just immigrated at 40 is working hard. He's an American. Your child's 16-year-old Muslim tutor who was born here, she's an American. The countless Muslim Uber and Lyft drivers who came to the U.S. to study and are doing odd jobs just to make a living, they are all Americans. Any person, regardless of religion, who is working hard and contributing to society is as American as the next person. Because this is the land of opportunity, where your hard work will reap rewards. Muslims, especially those who immigrate here for a better life, appreciate this above all else. But now it seems like this land isn't your land. It's only my land, because of how hostile society has become towards Muslims. We aren't allowed by social terms to share this land with other Americans. The media spreads fear that we will do something like force people to convert to Islam or implement Sharia law. And Sharia law will be covered in a future episode. I won't forget that because it's such a hot topic at all times. But what does it mean to be an American? American Muslims share many of the core val values. American Muslims share many of the core values of any other American, such as respect for education, hard work, family, democracy, individual rights, liberty, and above all, freedom of religion. In a lot of other countries, many Muslims are persecuted for practicing their faith. I agree there's a lot of fear and horror in the world right now, especially the slew of negativity being perpetuated by hate groups. But at the end of the day, I'm an American who just happens to be a Muslim. And I'm proud to be both. So even though my parents don't have the store anymore, I don't have class breaks, hell, I don't even live in the same state. But there is one thing I can tell you that we do have, and that is American spirit. Thank you for listening, everyone. Take care. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at M3Freeny. That's M3FREENI. Email us at M3Freeny at gmail.com.